The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Right now. Obviously, I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give them a badge, right? And they're big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one night. He was like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what, did, what are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Tuesday, <laughs> episode number 1070 of your new favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, as always. Are you there, Ryan O Radio, down in Atlanta? Say hey if you are. Blink twice. And uh, obviously, a podcast. Maybe you're listening later. And uh, YouTube Live. I'm in South Florida. Darren Moose DuPont is in Canada. He's actually, hey, what'd you do, man? You took your hat off? I was like, but you're going cowboy today. <laughs> fix your hair real quick, hey? I did. I did a quick little fix. We're uh, uh, here at the Game Plus offices. I'm in an editing studio. That's why it looks so plain and, and boring because there's lots of action going on around here. So uh, this is the quiet spot for the next two hours. Okay, this is our second day, literally. Darren found it out today. We can't say too much. But now that we're on Shaw Rogers Channel 230, it's literally, literally millions more viewers on television across Canada. We remain on the air in, in 31 states. And as I say, down in Atlanta too. But a couple things. Darren, life tip right out of the gate. Write this down. If you don't do everything rushed last minute... You won't feel so panicked all the time. How about that? That's great advice. How about that? Free of charge. And, uh, and, and another thing is I am, listen, I feel like I'm missing something. You know, when you're, you, yeah, you have glasses. You know, when you're feeling the top of your head. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't think that I am. I'm, I'm easing in now. I got my Jeep working. I did, I, the last couple of days we had, Troubles with it. Had it fixed today at Mike at Universal. Auto repair. The guy's just the best. 
Turned out the battery was dead. And uh, that's it. Here's another tip, free of charge for everybody. For we, You did come for sports talk, I know, but... Vehicles don't like sitting for months at a time, Darren. Really? Did you know that? I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Particularly Jeeps born in the 2000s. So anyways, $216 later, the Jeep is humming. It's running just like a song. Coming up today, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi, live in our second segment. Winnipeg Jets radio color analyst Jamie Thomas. And from the CFL's Grey Cup Hamilton Committee, Matt Affinick also wears uh, the hat in charge of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Those are the guests. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Director Jordan. Okay, well, we're going to open with baseball because I understand that's top of mind uh, for a lot of folks right now. Danny Jansen scored three runs, and Kevin Gosman earned his 10th win of the season as the Toronto Blue Jays defeated the visiting Washington Nationals 6-3 Monday. Vladdy hit a two-run double in Toronto's four-run second inning, and Jansen added a solo shot in the third. Eight of the nine Toronto starters had at least one hit as the Blue Jays won for the second time in six games. They'll do it again tonight. Moose, because you're in Toronto and they are big Jays fans there, in the building you're in at Game Plus, what's everybody saying about where the Jays are here as we plunge down the home stretch? It's not great. Like, they're not super optimistic because they thought this team would be taking a big step forward and be contending for a World Series and be, you know, contending with the Baltimores, the Tampas, you know, and the like. But they're just struggling to get into the playoffs. I think they're happy that they got a win last night and Gosman's the first pitcher to get to 200 strikeouts on the year. But overall, I think it's kind of like, well, we're looking at next year already. And I think it's too soon for that. Ooh, boy. Well, but you know what? That's diehards. I got to tell you something here. People are people. They need to understand something. They think that the hockey fans down here in Florida are, they don't care or whatever. This is like me as a Blue Jays fan. I grew up watching them my whole life. But as one fan, Thad, said to me, he's like, yeah, most people down here, if the Panthers or Lightning lose out, it's like, ah, well, let's go party on South Beach. And they don't think yeah. about it again. That's me with the Blue Jays. If they miss the playoffs, ah, it's hockey season. But when you talk about your own diehard team, no. <laughs> you ride the ups and downs and the waves and you can't get over it. So that's all I'm saying. Hockey fans here are like a lot of what baseball fans are in Canada. Now, moving on. Number two of the Quick Six Show topics. Quarterback Nathan Rourke's NFL future is in limbo. The Jacksonville Jaguars waived the Victoria, B.C. player and Oakville. He's from Victoria and Oakville. They waived him Monday. Uh, Rourke was the Canadian Football League's most outstanding Canadian last year. He could be claimed by another team, but it would have to place him on their 53-man roster to do that. Rourke could also clear waivers and become a free agent, which would allow him to sign a practice squad agreement with Jacksonville or any other CFL team. This surprised me a little when it came across my phone yesterday. I was a little disappointed. We're going to spend some time on this. We have a lot of pro football agents watching this show and coaches, so my number's open, guys and gals. If you want to give us any info, you may have, because I thought, Darren, that he would make the final roster and not get waived. Um, this is where the newspapers, this is where newspapers became obsolete because by the end of the day, he might be property of another NFL team. You know what I mean? Like they're just getting to the news today that he was waived Monday. Uh, so it, this pertains to our poll question. Don't put the graphic up yet, guys, because we'll get to that. But what do you think this means for Nathan Rourke's future? 
Yeah, I think this is a, a small bump in the road. Um, do I think he's leaving the NFL and, and looking at Canada? No, not a chance. I think he'll he'll you know go on waivers. I think teams will take a real shot at him. I suggested the Tennessee Titans last night. Malik Willis played the entire preseason with Will Levis being hurt. Um, he was you know their second round pick last year. Levis was. He's the future for them right now. But Malik Willis is still a project, and if you want a guy who's more ready to plug and play, as the lights just went we off, we still got you. We still um, got you. If you want a guy who's more ready to plug and play, then maybe you got to bring in a, a Nathan Work. I like that. He has mobility, has a great arm. But the other spot for me, which you'd be more familiar with, is the Arizona Coyotes. Kyler Murray's going to start the season on the pup list. Cardinals four games. Cardinals. The Cardinals. Sorry. Thank you. The Cardinals, and they just released Colt McCoy, so they have an opening. I think Arizona could be an interesting landing spot for Nathan Rourke. You're right. Uh, I was a little surprised that Connor Murray wasn't going to be ready to go to start the season. Um, But I guess that's my point. I don't think he stays in Jacksonville. Basically, what you're saying, what any NFL team is saying is, is our number two better than Nathan Rourke? Only those teams would know that. But from what he showed on film in two preseason games, acrobatic athletic plays that not everybody can make, that's why I think he'll end up signing somewhere else. But again, to my scout friends, and I haven't opened my phone yet, use my U.S. number. By the way, you look better with the lights off. Oh, good. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. But I'm Flying down that. here, I realized, yeah, some people should have left their masks on. You know what I mean? Oh, but. No. Oh. He could end up in Jacksonville, too. But the, if I've read this right, and by the way, guys, is it scouts and coaches? Is it still 10 days? I think it is. 10 days to clear waivers, and then he can do where, go wherever he wants, including the Canadian Football League. Now you look like question period. Huh. Remember, hey, all you old, old folks, of which I include myself in that group, remember when they used to interview people with a shadow? On question was it question period? What was that show? Somebody tell me. It's, a, it's any yeah. news show when what? it looks like I'm in witness protection and you got to block out half my. Face. Are you? <laughs> Are uh, you? Apparently. Um. Okay. I'm at my own peril, dipping my toe into the comments. Okay. So if I don't come out, okay. send somebody. Kevin the medium has showed up. Our sales coordinator, a lot of people want to know uh, his thoughts on his Lions pooping the sheets on the weekend, losing to Hamilton. But he says, let's be realistic. Rourke isn't coming home. He has fled the nest and will soar on his own. Jay in Winnipeg says the Lions need him now more than ever. From Arlen Bruce III, two-time Great Cup champion, writes that he says, great morning, RP and Darren. Welcome back, Moose. Nathan Rourke should come back to the CFL, period. Also, when you're in Vancouver, come hang out with me at the Roxy on Granville. I'm your doorman. Okay, Moose, I don't have plans right. to go to Vancouver, but maybe you do, and AB3 is your guy. So uh, thank you, AB and Kevin the Medium, because you've directly led us into our poll question, which is for Key Auto Group every day. With the Key Auto Group, most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty, Guaranteed. Go to keyautogroup.ca, the key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements. The Key Auto Group, here to take care of you. 
Will Nathan Rourke ever play again in the Canadian Football League is today's question. And the answer, uh, according to you, over 60% of respondents saying no. He's never coming back to the CFL. And I guess that's kind of what my point is here, folks. Times change. And you got to kind of be around my age and Randy Ambrosi's age to remember Ricky Ray and Dave Dickinson and those guys sticking their toe in the NFL waters. But the money wasn't the same then as it is now. I mean, if Nathan Rourke has the opportunity to stay in the United States, even on a practice roster, I think he'd probably take it. Now, I'm going to move on. We, we've talked about this enough. You've got yours and my thoughts, everybody. I guess that's my point. Nathan's going to exhaust every single opportunity to stay in the NFL. That's my guess. But I'm hoping to hear from coaches and agents as the day goes along and the show goes along. Because if I'm wrong, which I doubt, but they'll let me know. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Point four, I wanted to spend, give some time to this. It's my NHL Central Division predictions. And I don't know, Moose, if you want to give yours, you're certainly welcome to. But these are mine as we're now just weeks away from NHL training camps and the preseason opening. Number one, the Dallas Stars, who, as you know, took Vegas to the limit last year in the Western Conference Final are close to the limit, a long series anyways. Dallas has unfinished business. They'll finish first in the West. Number two, Colorado. Any team with Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr is going to be a playoff team. Number three, the Nashville Predators. Trotsy's in charge. They've got Ryan O'Reilly there now, Luke Shen. That's another team with stuff to prove. Nashville, three. Number four, Winnipeg, particularly, mainly because I don't want Winnipeggers mad at him. Number four, Minnesota. Somebody's got to miss, okay? Somebody's got to miss. And it's going to be the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues missed last year. Who would have thought that? So I got them sixth, Chicago seventh. They won't be the worst. They'll get the Bedard bump out of the basement, but that belongs to the Arizona Coyotes from now to the end of time. So let me go through that again. Dallas, Colorado, Nashville, Winnipeg, Minnesota, St. Louis, Chicago, and Arizona. And I do have written down where they finished last year, if you care. Uh, Darren, I, you knew that we were going to do this. Do you have yours? Yeah, I'm just pulling them up here. And I've got Colorado as the number one team. Um, Bet Regal has them as the odds-on favor to win the Stanley Cup, which I was a little shocked at. But I got Colorado one, Dallas two. I have Minnesota three. And then I have Nashville four, Winnipeg five. So sorry, Jets fans. I've got Winnipeg fifth. And then just like the standings last year, St. Louis, uh, I'll flip Chicago into seventh and Arizona into eighth place. But I've got the, my big change is Colorado one, and I've got uh, Winnipeg in fifth place. So hopefully they prove me wrong. You can't show your face in Winnipeg now, just so you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going there uh, but the, Consider this for a second. They made the playoffs last year with a bad culture. And they've dug those weeds out by name Blake Wheeler and whatever changes they feel. they So they should be better, right, based on that. They, they're a playoff yeah. team. They're talented enough. It all comes down to between the years and culture. So, again, Winnipeg, Darren has your team missing the playoffs. He'll be there this week. <laughs> uh, Camper in Winnipeg says, NFL is full of Boomer Esiason's opinions on the CFL. Funny he says that because uh, CBS Sports Network, which airs the CFL games, and I watched the Edmonton game on that on CBS Sports Network, they air Boomer's show every morning out of New York. 
Boomer Esiason. And for whatever reason, he dumps on the CFL all the time. We know that. It's like, Boomer, who hurt you? What, what do we need to do to get you over this CFL hate? Because that doesn't look good on you. <sighs> Anything else, Moose, before we move on? <laughs> no, I know. It, it is tough. And when you're on the network, I mean... You could be opening yourself up to a lot of fans of your show and of your of yourself, but instead, crap on the CFL and all of Canada is going to be against you. Just makes you look bad, Boomer. Point four, with injuries impacting their depth at wide receiver, the Carolina Panthers made a move to acquire wide receiver returner Emir Smith-Marset from the Kansas City Chiefs. That was just this morning. And a deal involving a swap of conditional 2025 seventh-round draft pick. Point five, John Herdman is taking on a new challenge on October 1st. The 48-year-old Englishman stepped down from his post as the head of Canada's national men's soccer team to take over MLS's Toronto FC. And point six, Team Canada begins play tonight against Mexico in the seven-team Norseca Senior Women's Volleyball Continental Championship at Laval University. The defending Olympic champion U.S., Dominican Republic, and powerhouse Cuba are included in the six-state tournament that's divided into two groups. I remember them when that was in the Queen City. That was in the late 80s. Somebody help me out. My brother was on the planning committee of that, if you can believe. Late 80s. Norseka was in the Queen City. Uh, it is now, uh, what did I say? It's in Laval, Quebec City. Okay, Moose, believe it or not, your time is done for now. We'll see you in an hour or two. See you then. We have... The commissioner of the Canadian Football League, Randy Ambrosi, lined up and ready to go next. It's the RP Show. We're broadcasting live on the Game Plus television network across all 10 Canadian provinces, 31 U.S. states. On the radio in Atlanta, WQEE Radio. Also podcast and YouTube Live. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. RP Show continues from sunny South Florida. Week one of college football coming up. We got high school football at Fort Lauderdale. My guy, Matt DeBucks, Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs at home Friday night. And we're headed into Labor Day weekend in the Canadian Football League. And joining us to talk about it is the commissioner of the CFL, the esteemed Randy Ambrosi. It's been far too long. We're going to jump right into it. Mr. Ambrosi, welcome to the RP Show. How are you, Randy? How you doing, Randy? I'm doing great, Rod. How are you? Good, 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 good. We're going to jump right into it because I know you're a busy guy. A lot of things to get to. I want to ask you your take on the Nathan Rourke situation, if you don't mind, waived by the Jaguars. Do you have any information? Because all the fans are writing in about what's he going to make down there? Will he come back to the CFL? How closely are you following that situation of your most outstanding Canadian from last year? Yeah, we're certainly watching it, Rod. Look, I, all you want to do is wish that young man the very best, and you want him to, you know, realize all of his dreams. He's he is a, a special. He's a special person. He's a special player, and we want the very best from him uh, for him. If uh, look, if, it, if he happens to find his way back into our league, we will be absolutely thrilled. But you know, Rod, for all of these athletes, you and and frankly, just in general, all athletes, are, you know, around, you want them to achieve their very best. And uh, we certainly, that holds true with Nathan. I agree. And uh, so, you know, Nathan's got his eye on the CFL matchups, including uh, his old team, the Lions. I always laugh. Labor Day weekend, BC and Montreal are the two cousins people forgot about on this particular weekend. So they got together as dance partners years ago. And that's a pretty good matchup on Friday night to kick off Labor Day Classic weekend, BC at Montreal. I'm, I'm sure you feel every game's great. Yeah, but Rod, this one is uh, this one's got a this weekend has got a special feel to it, and you're absolutely right. This is a great way to kick off Labor Day because uh, you know BC got to get back on the winning track. Uh, going into Montreal, who have been playing very well, I think it's a very interesting matchup and just a spectacular way to kick things off. You know, that's going to take us into into Regina on Sunday. Yeah, you know, the, the Riders coming off a great win at home, playing at home against the Bombers. I, I've led to believe the Riders and the Bombers don't like each other that much. I've certainly been, you know, following some of that rumor mill. How about and that? And then you go into then you go into Labor Day out west with uh with Calgary and Edmonton. And of course, you know, Edmonton now, you know, having won two in a row, winning at home, getting kind of off of that issue. Calgary playing exceptionally well in Toronto on Friday. I mean, that was one of the greatest games of the season so far. And then, of course, go to Hamilton. Hamilton now, win Hamilton, you know, back winning against a very strong Toronto. And again, those two teams, I'm telling you just by rumor, don't like each other very much. So it's got <laughs> the makings of a one of the best Labor Day weekends uh, in uh, in recent memory. Uh, do you know any CFL teams that do like each other, Randy? 
Well, I, I think off the field, perhaps they like each other more than they do on Rod. But you know the drill. Once they suit it up, when you put your hand in the dirt, it's kind of your job not to like the guy or, or guys across the way from you. So, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm teasing you, of course. But listen, I... As the commissioner, but alum of what? Edmonton, Calgary. You're from Winnipeg. Who else did you play for? Those I two? Played in Toronto. Is there more? Yeah, Toronto. Toronto. Okay. So do you find yourself, it's just you and me, Randy. Don't worry about what anybody says, cheering for any teams. Like, for instance, when Edmonton had the long street going, were you pulling for them? Not just as alum, but to end this thing? You know, look, Rod, you can't. You can't be human and and detach yourself from those things that were so important to you. But in the end, look, I, I'm a, just a fan of the game, as I know you are. And you just want good things to happen for the league. You want good things to happen for the teams. Uh, certainly, I think it was good for it's good for the CFL that Edmonton is kind of back winning again. That's really good for us. It's... Uh, you know, but if look, if we can get 48-48 with uh, with uh, thirty seconds left to go in in every game, I think you know we'll all win. So I'm more a fan of great games. But Rod, you're right; you can't detach yourself completely from your own history. But in the end, I just want really good games, and I want the players to you know get off the field um, healthy and happy. Right, uh, great answer. But I, I know how important your years at Edmonton were and your relationship with Ron Lancaster. I also know that's ancient history too. That's why I was just interested how closely you were following that particular situation. Now you're here to promote Labor Day weekend. I got to ask you how you feel about the phrase, it's the unofficial kickoff to the CFL season. Because that always ticked me off. I'm like, hey, everybody, <laughs> you missed a lot of great football. <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Phrase. Well, you know what? I, I, I look. I, what Rod? What's interesting is there is no doubt in my mind, as you know, um, there's preseason and there's a level of intensity. It's not like the players aren't playing hard, but there's a certain reality to preseason. Then you start the regular season. Everyone's playing super hard, but Rod, just there's something about the Labor Day weekend that feels like it feels like everything is just more important. You look, you kind of look at your, look at your position in the standings and you start to see either you've got to start to win lots of games to kind of get back in the dance or you got to stay on the winning way. Uh, I just think there's always been a feeling and certainly was for me playing on those Labor Day games, which I did, uh, you know, throughout my career, there just felt like it was something was more important about them. I, I and it, it's inexplicable, but it was true, and uh, and so while I don't think it's the kickoff of the second season, I think there is something about Labor Day that's really special in our league, and this is going to be a really special weekend. And it's the OK Tire Labor Day weekend, and thanks to our friends at OK Tire. But Rod, I just think we're in for some special uh, some special football. Well, they are special, and I hope. The teams are picking up on what you're saying because in Sask, you wouldn't think Danny Barrett would know a lot about Canadiana per se, but when he was coaching us for six years, seven years, he brought in alum and spoke on that weekend of the team. He didn't do that every game, but he did it Labor Day weekend. And I think your first season was 2017, was it not? You came out and wrote a combine. Uh, what was that like, Randy? Sorry, I, I did. Yeah, that's right. You know what? It was, uh, I did come out and ride a combine. You know, Rod, there's so much about our league, and this is something, again, I know you understand. It, on the field, 
it's three things. It's fun, fast, and entertaining. I think we, in those three dimensions, fun, fast, and entertaining, I think we compete and and beat any pro, any football in the world. Off the field, it's community. And our connection to these communities and the players' connection to the communities. And you get to be in this job, Rod, and you get to come into a stadium and you feel like, I feel this sense of responsibility to be what I think our league has been so good at for decades and that connection. Then you get invited to go be part of the community. And that year, you're absolutely right, great memory. I got to go meet a family who are a family, run a family farm in Saskatchewan. And I got to ride a combine and meet these remarkable people. Rod, I'm going to tell you something fun, fast and entertaining combined with riding a combine. I don't know that it gets any better than that. <laughs> I I remember it well, and you did pretty well dressing like a farmer, as I recall, too. I, hey, the CFL is my favorite league, too, although here now I'm going to NFL college and high school. Just the game itself is fantastic, which popped into my head. The, the state of the game of football seems pretty good. It went through some knocks, but from what I understand, attendance is up across the nation. Um, all good things for the sport of football, from what I understand. Yeah, it is, Rod. And, you know, it's not just the general picture is positive. Uh, look, I think just first of all, let's say that three, four years ago, we were talking about concerns about our major markets. And look what's happened. You know, when we write the book on 2023, it's going to start with the change of ownership in Montreal with Pierre Carl Palado. And when Pierre Carl stepped in, we now have a we now have a long term committed owner who's from the community. That's a game changing moment in Montreal. And while they suffered a little bit in free agency, look how well that team has responded to the challenge of you know kind of representing their new owner. I think it's been brilliant. And a big shout out to you know to Danny Machocha and everything that they've done in in Montreal around putting a great football team on the field. Go to the other side of the country with Amar Dolman and what Amar has been doing in BC. But another really great story is what's happening in Toronto. And, uh, you know, I always uh, feel like you got to give credit where credit's due. A real shout out to Bill Manning and Chris Schufeld and Michael Clements and the entire Toronto Argonauts organization because that's a really good football team. And if you watched that game last Friday night, that was an exciting game to watch. And there was an excitement in that stadium. It was a great crowd. So just a real change there, but just generally everything that we've been working towards, building that marketing platform, building that social media strategy, and our level of connection to our fans has never been higher. And we're starting to see really good things happen across the country. And then, of course, as you and I have been talking about, you get to celebrate Labor Day weekend and all that means to the CFL. So, Rod, right now we are feeling very very good about the state of football. College football is now just starting up. Junior football and amateur football will be a lot of kids out there playing our great games. So for lots of really good reasons, Rod, we have um, there's lots to talk about and lots of uh, opportunity to be excited about the state of our game. No doubt, and nobody talks more CFL than us. That's a fact. We talk about it every day on this show. Now, I don't know, like Mark Cohan and I were really close, and I think he would agree. His his legacy was renaissance to the league, new stadiums, packed stadiums. I'm wondering for yours, there, you could already say, got the league through COVID, stable ownership on those two markets, but I think you'd really like a 10th team. Uh, hey, before, you, before the gun sounds, uh, any reason why it's not... Moncton, like I, Drummond told me, but I can't remember why 
they got you and I were together at Touchdown Atlantic in 2019. Great stadium, great city. Why is that not an option for the CFL? Yeah, you know, Rod, it, certainly we haven't, it's not been dismissed. Uh, for lots of very good reasons, there's a feeling that Halifax would be an ideal location in Atlantic Canada. That's where we have been having most of our conversations. Look, I have reached out to Mayor Arnold in Moncton is a is a wonderful mayor and a really good person. And we've had some, you know, conversations. We have certainly haven't dismissed a conversation with them. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of energy around Halifax right now. And Rod, we have even, you know, even with the disruption in COVID, we've made some real progress. And there's some genuine, very authentic interest in that community from real strong community leaders that want to see us bring that 10th team there. I think we've moved the ball down the field, but you and I both know you can get in the red zone if you're down by five points, but it doesn't matter unless you actually score. And uh, I think we're getting either rather in the red zone or close to it around our 10th franchise, but now it's time it's getting real. And now we got to see uh, a few things happen, but I, there's reason for optimism and uh, and certainly I've got great support from the governors to continue to step on the gas here and see if we can't get this across the finish line. Hey, I, I get it. You got inside the 10 and COVID caused a turnover. How about that? So you had to start over again because I knew how close you were. And yes, that sucks. Well, I appreciate that explanation. Anything else, Randy, before we let you go? You know, Rod, just to say a big shout out to our fans. You know, we can, you know, we, we've talked about the players and the teams and the state of our game. We talked about, look, we're, we're firing on all cylinders with great sponsors. Okay, Tire this weekend. Our friends at Purolator, of course, will be, you know, continuing to, you know, to fuel those food banks. We can never say enough about them. We've got great sponsors. You know, Old Dutch, you know, is out there uh, with, a, you know, with a great, so every one of our great sponsors, but you got to come back to the fans. And it's what makes us special. And this weekend, I think we're going to see, you know, big sta stadiums filled with people having fun, sitting next to a neighbor, Argos fans sitting next to Ticat fans, having a cold beer, uh, Bomber fans sitting next to Ryder fans, El Elks fans sitting next to, to uh, Stampeder fans. It's what really, in the end, makes us so special is the strength of our fans. So, I just say a shout out to all of them, wishing everyone a uh, happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, you know, the best from the CFL to this entire nation of ours and looking forward to, you know, watching some football together and having fun as we march toward Grey Cup. And Rod, last thought, Grey Cup in Hamilton's going to be special this year. They have got big plans. Uh, the introduction of a Niagara Falls element and the Niagara region, come and drink some ice wine. You know, visit Niagara Falls. There's some, I'm so excited about the Thai Cats of planning for Grey Cup. So, to anyone who's been a Grey Cupper or anyone who hasn't been a Grey Cupper, come to Hamilton. It's going to be special. I appreciate you saying that because not a lot of leagues do value the fans or appreciate them and show it. And uh, CFL always has. Randy, thanks for this. Good luck with everything. Take care, Rod. Good seeing you again. For sure. The commissioner of the Canadian Football League, Randy Ambrosi. When we return, we're going to Winnipeg. Winnipeg Jets radio analyst Jamie Thomas will join us. We are live on the Game Plus TV network, WQEE radio, podcast, and YouTube live.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. It is the RP Show coming at you live on Game Plus Television across Manitoba. That's Bell MTS Channel 1190, in case you don't know. And we got to bring the reins in on this for a second. All kinds of messages coming in in our early discussion. Audience takeover next segment. Uh, now that we're on Shaw, I knew this was going to happen. 200, Channel 230. Too many comments to get to. We got to park him in the uh, audience takeover section because we're bringing in Jamie Thomas. CJOB 68, Winnipeg Jets Radio. I understand you guys have a new tagline, JT. What is it there at CJOB? Do you know? <laughs> it's a secret. If you, you caught me on that one, Rod. So um, let me text Kelly <laughs> Moore. It's all, <laughs> it's all, hey, you're Moore, right? representing... You're representing the Jets first TV now. Sorry, dude. Yeah, exactly. I came out yeah. with my central division predictions today, just so you know. And uh, I don't okay. I don't want to take anybody off in Winnipeg. So I had Dallas one, mm-hmm. Colorado two, Nashville three, Jets four, and then missing mm-hmm. the playoffs, mini St. Louis, Chicago, Arizona. Any huge arguments with that? I'm sure you've thought about how that division is going to play out this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think Rod, you're you're not far off. Um, you know, you can say what you want about Chicago and adding Connor Bedard and Taylor Hall, and it's 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 very exciting with what's going on there and the rebuild and of the Chicago Blackhawks. But th- there's still a lot of room to for growth there and some more players that be that are needed for them to take that next step and get back into the playoffs, especially in the Central Division. Minnesota too is like I, you go back and forth with them, but at some point, you know they've lost some key players. You know Kevin Fiala last year because of their salary cap situation, right? With the buyouts on that roster, so it's just hard to keep it together. And you know, past Kirill Kaprizov, where are you going? Uh, are you going to get great goaltending again in Minnesota? You lost Ryan Reeves, that uh, that nuclear deterrent um, that he he provided night in and night out for the for the Minnesota Wild too. So. I, I don't think you're far off, and clearly Colorado, Dallas are the are the class of this division. Uh, still, Dallas uh, had a great year last year under Pete DeBoer. Um, you know, you've you've added some veteran presence and Matt Deshane coming in. Uh, that gives you more options up the middle, and certainly up front, uh, where they have a lot of depth and they have the great goaltending of Jake Ottinger too. So uh, I, I don't think you're wrong there. And Colorado is not going to go away anytime soon at all. You know, clearly not having Gabriel Landeskog all last year was a big burden for them. He's such a great player, such a great leader, um, such a great part of that, of that top line. Um, so that, that's a big loss for them. So they get him back and that's going to help things out a little bit, but, you know, and then with Winnipeg, Winnipeg is the big, they're kind of the X factor in this division right now. Cause you're not sure what you have until the games start playing and you the you know kevin shovel did a great job clearly with the pierre luc dubois trade to los angeles and the pieces they got back there so just just how does it all fit together and the big fa- the big factor for me rod with winnipeg and i you know there's the future of connor hellebuck and mark shifley 
that's up in the air. How much of a distraction will that be for this team? And you know, Mark Shifley hasn't said he doesn't want to be here. Connor Hellebuck says he wants to be part of a winner. There's the comments where he wants, you know, you, there's the thought that he has played maybe his last season here and what do the Jets get back. But knowing Connor Hellebuck the way I do, the Jets fans know the way I do, and the people that cover this team, I don't see Connor Hellebuck being a distraction. He will answer those questions, I believe, on opening day of training camp, and I don't believe that he'll go any further after that. And sure, when visiting media comes to town, that question will be brought up about his future in Winnipeg. But I just know him that he'll be locked in and will be the best goaltender the Jets need him to be. So as long as you have him around forever, how long that's going to be, the Jets are going to be a pretty good team, uh, no matter what the, the lineup looks like in front of them. Hey, Jamie, news flash yeah. to everybody. Not you, but yes. everybody else. The <laughs> Jets have been yeah. a good team. That's the thing with Hellebuck. Yeah. And now he was a yeah. very big part of that. But it's not like he's been playing right. for the Arizona Coyotes his whole career. Like, so, exactly. you know, how good exactly. can this team be given the offseason tweaks? I think they can they can be pretty good. And when you look at the roster that's in front of Rick Bonus and the coaching staff, there's options all of a sudden, right? Gabe Velarde had a great year last year. It was almost a fully healthy year. He hasn't been able to have that uh, year without issues uh, injury-wise in his NHL career, but he feels he's turned that corner. Alex Iofalo, great third-line player that gives you flexibility up and down your lineup. And then, of course, you look at Rasmus Kampari, a guy that was drafted in the first round, it looks like he is kind of penciled into that that fourth line, right? He's that, that your fourth line young player, great penalty killer, kind of an up and coming player. hasn't found his offensive game yet in the NHL, but you've added some good pieces there. Now you throw on Kyle Connor, who was just you know two years ago close to scoring fifty goals, has that ability. And with Ehlers, Connor, and Shifley, you can load up your top line when need be. And Rick Bonus has shown over the years as a coach of the National Hockey League that he's done that. But he can also break away from that some, with, a, uh, with a healthy Cole Perfetti. Can you throw Gabe Velarde in the top line? Can you move uh, Morgan Barron in and out of that top line? So the best part of what he has in front of him, and I'm talking about Rick Bonus, is there's flexibility to do what you need with that roster if you want to run your, your top, load up that top line, sure. But if you're going up against a tougher opponent, don't have last change, then you can mix things up on that top unit as well. But I think the big X factor in here as well on top of that is – Kevin Shevelday, mentioned this at the draft in, in Nashville back in June, is they're going to have to give Cole Perfetti a shot up the middle. And will that go past the, the preseason? We don't know. But a healthy Cole Perfetti really helps the Jets out in their top six. And again, gives them plenty of options to see what they can do if they need to lock things down. And then, of course, we're, we're leaving out their third line, their checking line. A healthy Mason Appleton, who sustained that freak injury uh, with the hole in the penalty box in the glass where he injured his wrist. Um, he was not healthy at all last year for completely 100%. So you have him full year with Morgan Barron and Adam Lowry. I think you have one of the best third lines in hockey right there as well. So it's, I mean, up front, the Jets have good options, uh, enough to contend certainly for a playoff spot in, in, the, in the central division. We have about 90 seconds. You're a TV guy first. Yep. You know what that means. But uh, Jay Miller <laughs> in Winnipeg writes in, says, Chevy needs to get yeah. more scoring into this lineup. You kind of just went line by line by line. But you tell me, is that a fact? Do they need more offense? Or from the back end? Well, I, well that, that's, uh, here's another thing too, Rod, is, you know, last year we saw kind of the, the opening of the, 
of the floodgates for the for the defense to jump into the offense. Josh Morrissey has an all-star caliber year, was in the conversation for the Norris Trophy for the longest of time. And then, you know, teams started focusing on a little bit. Neil Pionk had double-digit goals last year. I think another part of it here, too, is I'm not saying Dylan Sandberg is all going to sudden score 10 goals here, but he got a lot of confidence from playing for the United States at the World Hockey Championships and admitted as such at the earlier part of the summer. So he plays another role in there. So I, I understand you're looking, you, you've lost Blake Wheeler, you've lost Pierre-Luc Dubois, and there's some offense going out the door that way. But it's it's a more complete four lines that you can throw out there. You might be not, you, you'll be missing some goals clearly without Wheeler and, and, and Pierre-Luc Dubois. But I think you're going you're gonna to be able to sh- move pieces around to try and find that offense a lot more maybe than you have in years past. This has been a wonderful preview, which I knew it would be. <laughs> Jamie, have a great Thanks, season. Buddy. I hope we can check in along the way. I know the Panthers are yeah. there early in the season, but you're not usually here till later. But we'll, uh, we'll see you when you come through, man. Thanks for this. Buddy, I'm so jealous of you, of your sight lines. That's, I love how you throw those palm trees up there. So, uh, Say hello to the Miami Dolphins for me while you're down there. <laughs> Is that your team? <laughs> That's my team, buddy. Dan Marino sucked me in all those years okay. ago. Hashtag fins <laughs> up. You got it. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, we'll be right back with a sports update and audience takeover right after this. We're live on the Game Plus television network. WQEE radio, podcast, and YouTube live. are back at it and i would love to get to the sports update and i will right away but i promise this would be audience takeover there's so many questions have come in from you lovely and talented listeners and viewers i'd like to answer them as many as i can and read as many as i can i said the other day i'm not going to sit here and read text messages all day but i could i do find it entertaining when guys do and gals when i listen to them but uh Ted in Red Deer says, awesome first hour guest and information. Great going, RP show. Well, I'll say this. This is a shout out to the CFL. They wanted to put Randy on, and I appreciate them for doing that. Big CFL people here. Obviously, our entire crew. From our director of scouting, Craig Smith writes, and he says, WQEE Atlanta. Did you hear that, Ryan? He says, can anybody beat the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves? Well, Smitty, that's what the playoffs are for. As you know, the Braves should probably have more World Series under their belts and to their credit than they've had in the last five to ten years, but they are fun to watch. Uh, 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 Allie in Texas says, this Central Division is such an interesting division. Anything can happen. For sure. But I feel like they all are. You know, it just happens to be the division that your team resides in. And I'll get, Brian, I specifically wanted to answer this. Brian in Hudson's Bay, the Moose Capital, writes in regarding the uh, practice roster wage if Curtis Rourke were to to be looking at that, which it looks like he will be with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The EMJ Marketing text line is open, 902-518-3033. EMJ Marketing will book the perfect keynote speaker for your next event. 
Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com. But Brian says, how much will he make on an NFL practice roster? Because I'm sure he can make six to seven hundred grand in the CFL. I understand, though, that a practice roster spot down there could lead to big money down the road by putting in his time. The answer to that is $12,000 a week. Now, I ain't that smart, but that ain't bad. 12000 a week times four is 4800 a month. Cash, by the way, 4800 times 12 equals 57000 Hang on, that ain't right. 4800 a month times 12 is, yeah, 57600 times... No, wait a minute. 12000 a week. Oh, no. I really aren't that smart. It's into the... Six figures U.S. when you do the conversion versus the CFL. Plus, as you said, the opportunity to uh, be the next man up the next week. Kirk in Toronto says, hi, Rod. I thought I heard all the excuses why people don't go to Argo games. Attendance is up this year, though. Here's a new one. Oh, wait a minute. It's a soccer stadium and the seats are red. You know what's interesting about that? is that I remember driving by BMO Field on the way, hang on, $48,000 a month. That's what I had wrong. Sorry. Hot damn. 576000 a year. Sorry that it took me so long. Milestone math. Sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays look to complete their first series win in three tries when they host the Washington Nationals tonight. Toronto took the opener 6-3. Monday, but failed to gain any ground in the wildcard race. Jose Barrios to the mound tonight for the Jays. Atlanta star Ronald Acuna Jr. said he's okay after fending off two fans during the Braves' 14-4 win over the Colorado Rockies last night in Denver. One fan got his arms against Acuna during the middle of the seventh inning. Sports update for Landmark Cinemas. Enter to win a movie night out now at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers only, all you have to do is text MOVIES to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners are picked every Friday to enter a movie night out this weekend. So we'll get to all of your comments and questions, plus Moose next hour after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.